Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My dad's not here right now. He's still at work. So I'm going to bless him. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm going to see if there's a clean version so then my parents and the people at my school will not get mad at me. We've got the spritzer filled with water just in case if stuff gets too fire. I'm going to set up the speaker and I'm going to listen to Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I think this is the best Mike Shope feature that I've heard in a long time. I think his flow is really good on it, and I like his aggressiveness on it. And the bulldog put not enough effort in it. I think overall his flow was good, but I don't like that mobile rapping. That was my review of Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Didn't need the spritzer. Wasn't fire enough. No spritzer for you. No spritzer. Not in the uh, the textbook for starting a show, but. <laughs> okay. It's a. I just had a thought about ten minutes ago. Another example of how long we've been sitting here, like mm-hmm. our age, which is bad. Why? Why is that bad? Because like somehow we do well with young people. I'm told. Like mm. statistics are are yep. <laughs> to okay. our management's satisfaction. I, I believe. Right. But but you can rip- be a little self conscious about pointing out that we're as old as we are. He, yeah, uh, it's probably a bad idea. Like you yeah. don't want to sound. I don't want to be. I don't want to be Statler and Waldorf, right? Like right. I don't want to sound like I'm finished. Yeah, no, I'm definitely because I, I am definitely not finished. I got a lot more to offer oh, here. Yeah. I think most of it's like fantasy draft related, but still, yeah, some of that's interesting. I got a crisis right now, but I, you, you go ahead. Is it about fantasy? No, because then we should. We you should go ahead. Yeah, no, no, it's not. No, okay. It's that I think I guess if you are if, if if a listener were under the age of like twenty five, you know, when we had Joe here, we're always talking about his being young like that, mm-hmm. um, and Zach, I, I know, is young like that. Like you wouldn't necessarily remember us ever talking about the Sabers in like a good way, uh, in a way that wasn't just like what their problems are and how woebegone the the arena vibe is or everything is you know like <laughs> yeah. it, when they were last really good um we were like obsessed with it and it was the bills who were that the bill the bills the were yeah, yeah. like an afterthought and we would talk about the sabers like every day and just in in every way too i mean that was how this was oh six oh seven 
uh, it was an obsession. It was like, it was really, you and I did an interview the other day with Steve Bennett, and he talked about, like, talking about the Bills and the Sabres through the years, and and that's really, like, when we started to roll, was yep. when the Sabres did. Yeah, I don't know. I meant to say this to to, to him. I, I'd be flattered if anyone hearing us wants to go. I, I think I've retweeted it. Maybe I will again. It just got posted up, I think, a couple days ago. Because um, I was thinking about he, he he you know, was asking us about when we started and, like, what we both were thinking as we started and, like, you know, when, you know, when it really seemed like it came together. And we both remembered a certain show that we've talked about, you know, many times in the past where you took your current girlfriend, now wife, to Wisconsin for the wedding of your former girlfriend. Yeah. And that was a that was a. It sounds ridiculous now, but it was a. I felt like it was a big. It was a big moment for us. Um, that you sort of opened up, and that that was important for us. I think. Um, I also meant to point out that I feel like we probably learned a lot about how to do this when the Sabers weren't around for a year. Okay. I felt like that was like, and I don't think I, I don't think I got around to mentioning that the subject changed, and we didn't. I feel like that was important for us. Like we had, we had no hockey for. I mean, we were talking about the lockout. You went to New York City at one point to cover the meetings, thinking an end was near. Um, and anyway, so um, just uh, you mentioned that that and that that just sprang to my head. So sorry, I didn't mean to just barf that out. Hmm. Are you doing like scratch off tickets or something? By the I, way. I, I... I was afraid. I is this the is this the other thing? Yeah, I was hoping you couldn't you couldn't oh, hear that. Oh, okay, but you can. Never mind. Yeah, no, I'll stop. I, well, I mean, unless you want to know what what you know what my <laughs> what my distraction is, the show is starting. Is uh, I, I guess I maybe now that you heard me, I um I got some I I, ordered, I got some new shoes. I got new sneakers. You are I have polishing a your shoes. Well, hold on. Um, we talked about this the other day, didn't we? Like we, I have, I've had a bad habit of not wearing shoes. I'm home, right? I'm, I, just, I just walk around in socks. And I went to the doctor this week and talked about, like, I got this situation with my one foot that doesn't feel good all the time. And uh, one suggestion was, like, well, you might need, you know, we'll set you up with a, a podiatrist and you might need some orthotics. And I'm like, uh, it basically just sounds to me, like I took from that, wear some shoes, Give your feet a break. Wear some shoes. So I got some new shoes. They they just came. They're pristine and white. And right at 2.55, I was stirring some chili on the stove, and I knew I splashed some on the stove, and I hurriedly cleaned that up, ran up here, and turned everything on and got ready to start the show. Went And I crossed my legs, and my one shoe had chili splattered all over Yes. These pristine, I mean, these shoes have not been out of the house yet. So I quickly threw the headset down and said, I'll be right back to Zach. I ran downstairs. It was like he was about to do the update, I think. Ran downstairs, grabbed a brush, a scrub brush, and poured some water and some soap on it, and I'm trying to save these shoes. Is it working? No. It's funny that, like, I was trying to build off, like, launch a Sabres thing with how <laughs> long it's been since we were, like, really sort of geeked for the Sabres. And, you know, but no, don't, don't take that to mean like we're two old guys or anything and then before we even start the conversation like you're trying to get a stain off of your new shoes and i don't even know make a making food this is really a this is regrettable um, uh, yeah I, I i really do i am i'm i'm, I'm i am sorry well all right so it was preve- it was preventable all right you asked <laughs> 
I, I, I did. Well, I couldn't I, get past the noise. I, I know. I, I'm, I'm putting everything I was hoping down. it wasn't like I'm putting everything a skin down. Go ahead. rash or something. It's, it's, it's just... out of my sight. I, it's not. It doesn't exist right now. So you, you were saying? <laughs> another win. Yes, another win. Another. We didn't get a huh from Rob on that goal. And I, I, He's on know. to us. <laughs> maybe he is. Um, was that maybe... Like, is that a contender for the greatest play you've ever seen in a hockey game? I mean, it's a lot of plays. It's a lot of time. And a lot of great things have happened. But that was, I mean, I can't remember being as blown away watching live a play happen as I was by that. Like, I yelled at top volume. I usually try to not do that because if I'm watching silently and my wife, like she was last night, is sitting next to me in the living room reading or something and i suddenly just you know have a burst it it you know she'll she'll give me a look or even say like oh my god you you scared the crap out of me i could not contain it i just had to bellow i could not believe that play was so excellent it's a contender for me for greatest play i've ever seen in a hockey game i guess i don't have one for football i always have that jason peters blocked punt touchdown right <laughs> I guess I need a greatest play I've ever seen in a hockey game. All right, for now, that's it. For now, that's it. Yeah, I'm open to being wrong on this. You know, I I, I tweeted that last night, and somebody sent me, uh, like, a Zuccarello goal where he makes one guy miss and scores in overtime last night. I'm like, dude, that happens every night in the league. Like, what what are you you sending me that? Like, that's a contender for this? It's not even close. Well, it's another win. It's another win at the West. It's another two points closer to the playoffs. It's another bump in their playoff odds. And I think this came up yesterday just briefly with Joe Ostrowski and the Sabre price, the odds for winning the East or even winning the Stanley Cup. I mean, it's crazy. And it's look, it's still crazy to think like in, in those kind of lofty terms. But I wonder what if somebody out there has like the most – the best price, like the biggest long shot ticket on them. I'd love to see it because now, like, we're under plus ten thousand to win the Eastern Conference, and I don't know, like, what is possible here. I was sent something last night. Somebody out there has five dollars on them to win the cup, and it pays like just a preposterous amount. But yeah, that's still sure, obviously, a, a gross long shot. Um, it would pay, I don't know, a thousand dollars. Maybe something like that. I'd Maybe to, more. I'd have to look back into my Twitter feed past all these Zuccarello videos that I was sent. Um, it, it was only one Zuccarello video, uh, so I, I can't find it right now. And it's not because I'm working on my shoes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's what is possible is you know what they make the playoffs. I I, I think is is my ceiling. You get there and then what? You know, you, you play Boston. <laughs> okay, um, you know, I, I'll I'll love that. I am not at all like, don't bother, because you're just going to get steamrolled or anything. Um, you know, just just get there and see what happens. It's hockey. Uh, you know, weirder things have had. Columbus beat Tampa that one year. So whatever. Uh, but I, I I don't I, I don't think the the way they're built currently, especially in goal, that they are like capable of doing much in the playoffs. I just I think it's harder to score your way to four wins out of seven once the playoffs get here, and they are absolutely a team that has to score 
you know, four goals to win. I, I, I've been fumbling around with this number of games that they have won when scoring three or fewer goals, so fewer than four is maybe an easier way to yep. put it. I don't know. Last night was their fourth win like that all year, and three of them have come in the last week. Dallas. Dallas, the Islanders last Thursday. Right, right. And there's one in December uh, in Vegas. They That's a good trend, too. then. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right, right. Yes, they're all is. three two, right? They're all three two. <laughs> one of them was two of them were overtime. Uh, last night was regulation. Um, but they, you know, they've played 22 games this year out of where? What are they at? 49 games? I, I looked earlier today. That's right. Um, 48. 48. Thank you. Uh, 22 of them, they've scored three or fewer. And they, they, now they've won four of them. For a while, they had won only one. A week ago, they only won one game where they didn't score four goals. Well, it's um, trending up. It is trending up, but I like that. That's 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 tough. You know, you 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 are going to need to be tighter than that probably if you're going to do anything. Is, to is get that to the playoffs. is that still true? Like this idea because it always was said. It was always said that in the playoffs it gets harder to score. Why officiating? Mm-hmm. Teams just take more liberties and make it harder for you to score. Is it still true? I'd have to check to see if scoring was you know up in any considerable way in the playoffs the last year or two since the sport has been sort of opening up and scoring is going up and save percentages are going down for goaltenders league wide. Um, it might make sense that it's scoring is up a bit, but it's just nice to have in your arsenal the ability to do that once in a while. And you know, yeah, maybe like you you said already three or four times, it's tra- it's trending in the right direction. Maybe they're figuring something out, and, and maybe that's right. Um, I I just have a hard time seeing a team that needs to score four goals win playoff series. I I just that's fine. I, I just want to see them make it. Yeah, and, me too. and if they do well, if they do, <laughs> like then I'll want them to win. But it's just like it would be an unexpected for the season overall accomplishment. You know, maybe even they would admit to them. I think the plan was just get better. I mean, I'm not saying that my expectations for them should be what theirs were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then those were probably higher than mine because <laughs> they're the team and that's how it usually goes. But, man, it would be so great if they made it. And then uh, and then who knows? It definitely would feel ahead of schedule. Yeah, I mean, there's, it has there, to there, be. I think that's inarguable. As long as the drought now has been for them, uh, you know, that, that doesn't change the state of things and what they're what they are doing since Adams took over. And you just can't, you know, you, you usually can't jump spaces ahead of the board, but it, it, on the board. But it feels like to me this year, if if they were to get there, that it would definitely be ahead of schedule. They were 16, 24, and 8 after 48 games or through 48 games last year. So what's the best question? We talked a little bit about Lukanen the other day and how I think I said it's going to come down to him, isn't it? It's going to come down to Lukanen. Now you have Comrie in this game, and that was a very good development, it would seem, mm-hmm. last night for him, of course, but also for them. And we'll see how they want to rotate it. Like from this point, uh, and Anderson is still here too, so they've they've got to get the goaltending like any team. I wonder if like the number one pick, their number one pick right now is. I mean, I think it's a, a an interesting question to consider whether they would move it, because while a 
they have a look at the playoffs for a team that wasn't expected to make it, at least by the odds. And B, we're all gaga over it because it's been forever. You know, do we have a Sabres player who wasn't born the last time they won a round? Not quite. But, I mean, Owen Power's 19, right? Like, yeah, he's, he's an 02. Yeah. It's just, wow, it's post-Hashik. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's almost that. I mean, because we're all collectively, I would say, as fans, like so eager for it. Um, and you know, again, the the first point: what expectations were this year? They're they're still like the youngest team in the NHL. You you want to be careful not to overdo it here. Like if Kevin Adams and management wanted to really capitalize on this, and okay, well, let's put our first round pick on the table, whether that's Timo Meyer or someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, that isn't necessarily a good idea, but I, I could easily be talked into it for how many good young players they have for last year's draft. I mean, it's th- three first-round picks from last year's draft. Devin Levi as well, by the way, coming along. Like, I could be talked into mm-hmm. sacrificing one of those guys or this pick or something to make this team even better. The problem, or not the problem, the other side of that coin is – well, what is your ceiling? And like that's kind of how you were talking before about mm-hmm. how they play and you know, think about how good Boston is or whatever. But it's still hockey. Like, who knows? They just beat Boston. Like, right. Who- and, and, look, it, anything could happen. Yes, that, that's right. And, he, and even if their goaltending is, you know, giving up three a game like, like they have most of the year, you could still get in. And, who you know, it's – a guy gets hot, the guy, a shooter hits the post instead of the corner, whatever. I mean, it's hockey. You're right. I mean, they're dangerous. It, it's very random outcomes, and they are, you know, they're a, to me, I think they already look like a team that I'm not saying like, <laughs> like Boston is worried about having to play the Sabres, okay? I don't want to overstate this, but if, if you're the Bruins, and, you know, we get another month or two down the line here, and the Sabres are looking like a potential matchup, I, I think you'd rather play the Islanders or some, like somebody else. Like, not a team that has this, the, the high-end scoring talent this team has, the scoring depth this team has. Um, you know, that, 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 that's not a matchup you'd, you'd, I think, pick out of a hat. Like, if you, if you could pick your opponents, I don't think the Sabres, even if they're the lo- lowest-ranking seed, would necessarily be the team that the top seed would pick to play. Oh, wouldn't you love to have that? Yeah. I mean, I've wanted that forever, but Well, what's your feeling on the the pick idea? Like is it it has to be it have to be something you talk about, right? They, yes. I mean, it yes. has to be something you talk about. I'm open to it. I I we, I'd need to refresh. I think the lottery rules have changed. Like you can't I don't think you can go from you know, if if they stay in this race, now that's a big if, right? Um, you know, if they were to give that pick up and plummet and have a shot at moving all the way up to one, then you're giving that up, and you know your odds probably aren't great anyway. But still, you're giving something up that you probably wouldn't want to. You might want to consider protecting the pick if, if it, it, you know, if it ends up being like it's, it's top five protected or something. Um, but I started saying I, I'm not sure. I think the way the lottery has been working or is working now, you can't go from the bottom all the way up. You can only move like a maximum, I think, of like 10 spots. So if you're 12th or 15th, out of the, you, know, you can't get all the way to the top anyway. I think this was true last year. 
I think at so. least. I think so. Yeah. I, I think it's changed a few times over the years. Oh, it I, definitely has. Um, but I think that's the way it is now. So it, it's if you are confident, you know, you're going to go trade for Timo Meyer. You should be, you know, you're adding to your team. You should be able to stay in the race. I don't know that you even have to worry about Connor Bedard. Um, now, you you know, you might want to worry about you know giving up a top ten pick or something. I don't know. I think if I get if I get if I get Meyer on my team and I sign him, yes, he's 26, but he's also, you know, he's also not 30. He's not 28. Like, he's not a rental. He's he's a piece that is really nice moving forward. So I think it's worth it, certainly to consider that pick. Like, I, I wouldn't want to rule it out just talking right now. There just aren't that, well, at least this has been true, I think, in other years. You can tell me, or someone else can tell me if it's not really true this year because it would probably bounce around. But there are just not many guys like that that it used to be the case that at the deadline, you know, the, who, who were the rentals? It, it was wingers who are 35 mm-hmm. that have 400 goals in the league and fight. Mark, <laughs> Mark Recchi. Yeah, just like, right. well, right, quintessentially perhaps. I mean, guys like that, Aginla and Wait. I mean, there were just, that's a long time ago. I apologize, but mm-hmm. Hosa, guys that were stars and I feel like the public pressure was sort of tilted against it made the Sabres look bad at times because the Sabres were never in those conversations and you know the good teams were out there pushing like that but it's a long time ago over the years I believe for different reasons that has stopped being really the conversation about the deadline there can be those guys Mm -hmm. but now teams in all sports know better about what the real value of a player in a trade is. You know, the value of the young player. Young players are playing way more often, way more minutes and more important roles. And so, and of course, you always have with hockey how few teams are really out of it by now or whatever, a month away from the deadline. There are a few this year, but there might be even like 10 this year. But still, like you have a lot of seasons where everybody can still justify trying to squeeze in and the extra revenue and how that would look you know, for their own jobs and everything. So how many guys end up, good players that are really worth it, end up being on the market? It's just a small number. And everybody else is just kind of replacement level. And I'll just go ahead and keep my draft pick. I'll just go ahead and keep my prospects. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, th- this- my, my, yeah, Meyer being available is it, it's unique. A player that age, that talented, um, that you know, it seems anyway. If you, you know, the reporting is like San Jose has no interest in in or it, like they, they, it's not time for them to do it. They're not, they're not at. Hey, let's pay a winger nine million dollars for the next seven or eight years. They they're, they don't, they're not that close. So, what is the reason? Is, is is it that, or is it money, or is it both? Well, it, it could be both. I think it's both. Yeah. If if you're far away. They're fourteen and thirty-five, San Jose. Like there are teams: Chicago, Arizona, San Jose, Anaheim, Columbus. Five teams that have thirty-eight points or fewer in the league. I mean, the Sabers are at fifty-five, way above that. So th- those teams have look. Go ahead and check it out. See what you want. Um, it's fun to think about, fun to talk about, fun to have back, if you will. This idea, the, the NHL trade deadline. I'd like to welcome the NHL trade deadline. <laughs> right. To Back our to show. show, it's been a, yes. it's been a long time. <laughs> um, that 
Thompson, this season, these guys, 803-0550 if you want to call in. We'll talk some championship weekend, as much as it might pain us to do that. A couple of guests to help us, Eric Eager at 4. Talk with Eric about what, like, what's the postscript on the bill season like what did, what, did, what would he recommend for them as well as you know these matchups Alex Gold from Kansas City will join us at 5 30 talking specifically Chiefs and AFC Championship uh, Paul Hamilton along the way too for his thoughts on another Sabres win the Sabres come home after one more game on the road tomorrow night in Minnesota lines are open for you at 803-0550 bills too we've been on the bills of course all week and how it ended and what to do uh, certainly not at all close to those conversations. We'll have them today for sure. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, thanks for listening. This is WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.